This is Shakespeare Closely Read. I'm your host, Mark Naftal. In this podcast, I read the works of William Shakespeare and other authors in the public domain. In addition to reading these works in their entirety, I'll stop frequently to comment on the text, its meaning, and lessons to be drawn. This is a place for lovers of Shakespeare's words, words, words. I delight in the beauty of his language and believe through this beauty we can find truth and how to live a virtuous life. I hope this podcast can help students understand Shakespeare better and how to appreciate his sometimes difficult language. Maybe you can use it to help you write papers or study for tests. Drop me an email at shakespeareclosely at gmail.com if you have questions, comments, alternative interpretations, or would like some help. Let us begin last episode. Uh, the Macbeth couple uh, murdered Duncan, and then Macbeth proceeded to uh, uh, kill the servants that uh, he and Lady Macbeth had framed uh, for this. Duncan's sons uh, suspected uh, Macbeth and uh, didn't feel safe, so they uh, they left for Ireland and England. And uh, now Macbeth is proceeding to uh, to form a plot against Banquo. Uh, relying on the the weird sister's prophecy. So let us return to the text. Now Macbeth to the servant. Now go to the door and stay there till we call. Servant exits. Uh, Then Macbeth to the murderers. Uh, Was it not yesterday we spoke together? Murderers. It was, so please, your highness. Macbeth. Well then now, have you considered of my speeches? Know that it was he in the times past which held you under such fortune which you had thought had been our innocent self. This I made good to you in our last conference, passed in probation with you, how you were born in hand, how crossed, how crossed the instruments who wrought with them and all things else that might to half a soul and to a notion craze say, thus did Banquo. So apparently Macbeth has been poisoning uh, the murderer's minds against uh, Banquo, telling them, hey, you got a lot against him. You should want him dead, first murderer. You made it known to us, Macbeth. I did so and went further, which is now our point of second meeting. Do you find your patience so predominant in your nature that you can let this go? Are you so gospel to pray for this good man and for his issue, whose heavy hand hath bowed you to the grave and beggared yours forever? Okay, uh, interesting there, gospeled uh, to pray. Because, of course, um, Jesus taught that um, uh, Christians were to love their enemies uh, and not not to hate. Um, Pray for those who do you ill and so forth. Um, Interesting, too, Macbeth says not only to pray for this good man and for his issue, because uh, that's what he's concerned about is uh, Banquo's sons will become the king's. Uh, though, as we've talked about earlier, Macbeth apparently has no children of his own, and yet um, he's, uh, he's jealous uh, for those who, uh, who don't exist, apparently. First murderer, we are men, my liege, Macbeth. I, in the catalog, you go for men, as hounds and greyhounds, mongrels, spaniels, curs, sloughs, water rugs, and demi-wolves are clipped all by the name of dogs. The valued file distinguishes the swift, the slow, the subtle, the housekeeper, the hunter, Everyone, according to the gift with bounteous nature, hath in him closed, whereby he does receive particular addition from the bill that writes them all alike. And so of men. Okay, so uh, Macbeth is calling the murderers here uh, dogs. And he's saying, hey, there's all these different kinds of dogs. And uh, he says, and men are the same way. 
uh, back to the text, still Macbeth. Now, if you have a station in the file, and the worst rank of man could say it, and I will put that business in your bosoms whose execution, execution takes your enemy off, grapples you to the heart and love of us who wear our health but sickly in this life, which in his death were perfect. Second murder, I am one, my liege, whom the vile blows and buffets of the world have so incensed that I am reckless what I do to spite the world. First murderer, and I another, so weary with disasters, tugged with fortune, that I would set my life on any chance to mend it or be rid of it. Macbeth, both of you know Banquo was your enemy, murderers. True, my lord. Macbeth, so is he mine, and in such bloody distance that every minute of his being thrusts against my nearest of life. And though I could with barefaced power sweep him from my sight and bid my will avaunch it, Yet I must not, for certain friends that are both his and mine, whose loves I may not drop, but wail his fall, who I myself struck down. And thence it is that I, to your assistance, do make love, masking the business from the common eye for sundry weighty reasons. So Macbeth saying, uh, yeah, I could just order him uh, uh, you know, arrested and executed, but he doesn't because he has common friends and he's knowing he needs to conceal it. Sundry weighty reasons, second murderer. We shall, my lord, perform what you command us, first murderer, though our lives, Macbeth, your spirits shine through you. Within this hour at most, I will advise you where to plant yourselves, acquaint you with the most perfect spy of the time, the moment on it, for it must be done tonight. And something from the, from the palace, always thought that I require clearness, and with him, to leave no rubs nor botches in the work, Pleance, his son that keeps him company, whose absence is no less material to me than as his father's must embrace the fate of that dark hour. Resolve yourselves apart. I'll come to you anon. Murderers, we are resolved, my lord. Macbeth, I'll call upon you straight. Abide within. Murderers, exit. It is concluded. Banquo, thy soul's flight, if it find heaven, must find it out tonight. He exits. Scene two. Enter Lady Macbeth's lady and a servant. Lady Macbeth, is Banquo gone from court? Servant, aye, madam, but returns again tonight. Lady Macbeth, say to the king, I would attend his leisure for a few words. Servant, madam, I will. He exits. Lady Macbeth, naught's had all spent, where our desire is got without content. Nice, uh, nice rhyme there, spent and content. Back to the text of Lady Macbeth. Tis safer to be that which we would we destroy than by destruction dwell in doubtful joy. That was a nice little one, two little couplets. Let's read it again. Naught's had all spent, while our desire is got without content. Tis safer to be that which we destroy than by destruction dwell in doubtful joy. Okay. The the rhythm there is a bit like uh, the witches themselves. I think you can say uh, Lady Macbeth is becoming rather witch. Like here, knots had all spent. Very, uh, very action sort of thing. Enter Macbeth. Uh, still Lady Macbeth speaking. Ah, now, my lord, why do you keep alone of sorriest fancies your companions making, using those thoughts which should indeed have died with them they think on? Things without all remedies should be without regard. What's done is done. Okay. What's done is done. Uh, don't know if that's the first appearance of that, but uh, we say what's done is done. Don't know if she, let's find out if she knows about the planned murder. Macbeth, 
We have scorched the snake, not killed it. She'll close and be herself whilst our poor malice remains in danger of her former tooth. But let the frame of things disjoint, both the world suffer. Ere we would eat our meal in fear and sleep in the affliction of these terrible dreams that shake us nightly. Yeah, I thought he was never going to sleep again. Apparently he's sleeping, but he has terrible dreams. Back to the text, still Macbeth. Better be with the dead whom we to gain our peace have sent to peace than on the torture of the mind to lie in restless ecstasy. Duncan is in his grave after life's fitful fever. He sleeps well. Treason has done his worst, nor steel, nor poison, malice, domestic, foreign, levying, nothing can touch him further. Lady Macbeth, come on, gentle my lord, sleek o'er your rugged looks, be bright and jovial among your guests tonight. Macbeth, so shall I love, and so, and so I pray be you. Let your remembrance apply to Banquo, present him eminence, both with eye and tongue, unsafe the while that we must lave our honors in these flattering streams and make our faces visards to our hearts, disguising what they are. Okay, so uh, Macbeth's telling his wife to flatter Banquo, um, unsafe the while that we must lave, L-A-V-E, that means to wash our honors in these flattering streams, and make our faces visards, uh, that's like a mask, uh, to our hearts, disguising what they are, Lady Macbeth. You must leave this, Macbeth. Oh, full of scorpions is my mind, dear wife. Thou knowest that Banquo and his fleance lives, Lady Macbeth. But in them nature's copy, not etern. Nature's copy, not etern. In other words, uh, uh, not eternally. Macbeth, there's comfort yet. They are assailable. Then be thou jocund, that's happy. Ere the bat hath flown his cloistered flight, ere to black Hecates summons the shard-born beetle with his drowsy hums, hath rung night's yawning peal, there shall be done a deed of dreadful note. Because apparently she did not know about the planned murder until now. Lady Macbeth, what's to be done, Macbeth? Be innocent of the knowledge, dearest Chuck. He calls his wife a dearest Chuck. I guess that's like a little chickadee or something. Till I applaud the deed, come, sealing night, scarf up the tender eye of pitiful day, and with thy bloody and invisible hand, cancel and tear to pieces that great bond which keeps me pale. Light thickens, and the crow makes wing to the rookie wood. Good things of day begin to droop and drowse, while night's black agents to their praise do rouse. Thou marvelous at my words, but hold thee still. Things bad begun make strong themselves by ill. So pray to go with me. Exit. <clears throat> Scene three. Enter three murderers. First murderer. But who did bid thee join with us? Third murderer, Macbeth. Okay, I wonder if this is Macbeth himself. Um, and I guess he could have uh, urged him because we uh, he only met with two. But here comes a third murderer. Second murderer to first murderer. He needs not our mistrust, since he delivers our offices and what we have to do to the direction just. First murder, then stand with us. The west yet glimmers with some streaks of day, now spurs the elated traveler apace to gain the timely inn, and near approaches the subject of our watch. So uh, Banquo and his son are, uh, are going to be traveling, and Macbeth, of course, ascertained that before. And so they're, they're, they're watching, they're going to am ambush him. Or Banquo and Fleance. Third murderer. Hark, I hear horses. Banquo within. Give us a light there. Ho! Second murderer. Then tis he, the rest that are within the note of expectation already in the court. 
first murderer. His horses go about, third murderer. Almost a mile, but he does usually, so all men do, from hence to the palace gate, make it their walk. Enter Banquo Influence with a torch. Second murderer, a light, a light. Third murderer, tis he. First murderer, stand to it. Banquo de Fleance, it will be rain tonight. First murderer, let it come down. The three murderers attack. Banquo, oh, treachery, fly, good Fleance, fly, fly, fly. Thou mayest revenge, O oh, slave. He dies. Fleance exits. Third murderer, who did strike out the light? First murderer, was to not the way? Third murderer, there's but one down. The sun has fled. Second murderer, we have lost best half of our affair. Second, first murderer, well, let's away and say how much is done. They exit. Scene four. Banquet prepared. Not banquo, but banquet. Enter Macbeth, Lady Macbeth, Ross, Lennox, Lords, and attendants. Okay, so he's losing some of his nobles now. Macbeth. You know your own degrees. Sit down at first and last. Hearty welcome, they said. Okay, so uh, presumably there was precedence as to where they would sit. I guess uh, closest to the king would be the highest nobles. Lords, thanks to your majesty, Macbeth. Ourself will mingle with society and play the humble host. Our hostess keeps her state, but in best time we will require her welcome. Lady Macbeth, pronounce it for me, sir, to all our friends, for my heart speaks they are welcome. Enter a first murderer to the door. Macbeth, see, they encounter thee with their hearts' thanks. Both sides are even. Here, I'll sit in the midst. Be large in mirth, anon we'll drink a measure of the table round. He approaches the murderer. There's blood upon thy face. Murderer, tis Banquo's then, Macbeth. Tis better thee without without than he within. Is he dispatched? Murderer, my lord, his throat is cut that I did for him. Macbeth, thou art the best of the cutthroats. Uh, yet he's good and did the like for Fleance. If thou didst it, thou art the non-parallel. Murderer, most royal sir, Fleance has escaped. Macbeth aside. Then comes my fit again. I else had been perfect, whole as the marble, founded as the rock, as broad and general as the casing air, but now I am cabin, cribbed, confined, bound in to saucy doubts and fears. But Banquo's safe. Okay. Um, then comes my fit again. Um, probably not a reference to epilepsy, that type of, uh, of a seizure, which uh, the British still call fits. Um, let's see, but he said, uh, if it hadn't been for, uh, uh, the, the Fleance escaping, it would have been perfect. And he compares himself to a marble as a rock, uh, broad and general as the casing here. And then a nice alliteration here, cabin, crib, confined, uh, all sort of bound in and for he would have been everywhere like the air, um, bound into saucy doubts and fears. Murderer. I, my good lord, safe in a ditch he bides with twenty trenchant gashes on his on his head, the least a death to nature. Macbeth, thanks for that. Uh, there the grown serpent lies, the worm that's that's fled hath nature that in time will venom breed. No teeth for the present, get thee gone tomorrow. But here ourselves again. Murderer exits. Lady Macbeth. My royal lord, you do not give the cheer. The feast is sold. That is not often vouchsafed while tis a making. Tis given with welcome. To feed were best at home. From thence the sauce to meet is ceremony. Meeting were bare without it. 
enter the ghost of Banquo and sits in Macbeth's place. Macbeth, Lady Macbeth. Sweet remembrance, sir. Now good digestion, weight on appetite, and health on both, Lennox. May it please your highness sit, Macbeth. Here had we now our country's honor roofed, where the grace person of our Banquo present, who may I rather challenge for unkindness than pity for mischance, Ross. His absence, sir, lay, lays blame upon his promise. Please to your highness to grace us with your royal company. Macbeth, the table's full. Okay, Macbeth is uh, mistaking Banquo's ghosts there. Lennox, here's a place reserved, sir. Macbeth, where? Here, my good lord. What's it moves your highness? Okay, so Lennox can't see the ghost, uh, Banquo's ghost, but uh, Macbeth sees it. Macbeth, which of you have done this? Lords, what, what, my good lord? Macbeth to the ghost. Thou canst not say I did it. Never shake thy gory locks at me. Okay, so his nobles are going to be getting a bit worried about Macbeth at this point. Uh, gentlemen, rise. His Highness is not well, Lady Macbeth. Sit, worthy friends. My lord is often thus, and hath been from his youth. Okay, that's a reference maybe to his seizures. Uh, she's saying, um, in essence, uh, that he has episodes here. Um, back to the text to Lady Macbeth. Pray you keep seat. The fit is momentary. Upon a thought he will again be well. If much you note him, you shall offend him and extend his passion. Feed and regard him not. Drawing Macbeth aside. Are you a man? Okay, so uh, Lady Macbeth is still trying to uh, um, encourage him um, by insulting him and his, his manhood. Macbeth, I and a bold one that dare look on that which might appall the devil. Lady Macbeth, oh, proper stuff. This is the very painting of your fear. This is the air-drawn dagger which you said led you to Duncan. Oh, these flaws and starts, impostors to who fear, would well become a woman's story at a winter winter's fire, authorized by her grandam. Shame itself. Why do you make such faces? When all's done, you look on but a stool. You look but on a stool. Macbeth. Prithee, see there. Behold, look to the ghost. Lo, how say you? Why, what care I, if thou canst nod, speak to, if charnel houses and our graves must send those we bury back, our monuments shall be the maws of kites. Okay, um, the kite is there, a bird. It's not the, the kind that flies in the air, in the wind. Ghost exits, Lady Macbeth. What quite unmanned in folly, Macbeth. If I stand here, I saw him, Lady Macbeth. Fie for shame, Macbeth. Blood hath been shed ere now in the olden time, ere humane statute purged the gentle wheel. Ay, and since to murderers, murders have been performed too terrible for the ear. Okay, uh, humane statute purged the gentle wheel. Um, that's when uh, murder, murderers, uh, murder was made illegal, uh, purged the gentle uh, wheel. That's the, uh, the wheel is the welfare of the state. The time has been that when the brains were out, the man would die and there an end. But now they rise again with 20 mortal murders on their crowns and push us from our stools. This is more strange than such a murder is. Okay, so remember the murderer said he'd given 20 gashes, any one of which would have been fatal uh, to Banquo. So uh, Macbeth is, I suppose, referencing there now that Banquo has uh, the 20 gashes on his head. Um, the nobles, I guess, are hearing this. Um, eh, maybe they're used to it. Lady Macbeth, my worthy lord, your noble friends do lack you. Macbeth, I do forget. 
Do not muse at me, my most worthy friends. I have a strange infirmity, which is nothing to those that know me. Okay, so I guess he's saying the nobles don't know him very well. Um, again, sort of a strange way to look on it. Come, love and health to all. Then I'll sit down. Give me some wine. Fill full. Enter ghost. I drink to the general joy of the whole table. And to our dear, dear friend Banquo, whom we miss. Uh, would he were here. Okay, so his ghost is there, of course. To all in him we thirst, and all to all, lords, our duties and the pledge. They raise their drinking cups, make them to the ghost. Avant it, quit my sight. Let the earth hide thee. Thy bones are marrowless, thy blood is cold. Thou hast no speculation in those eyes with which thou dost which which thou dost glare with. Okay, so right in the middle of his toast he suddenly starts talking to the ghost and talking about dead bodies and so forth. They knew Macbeth. Think of this, good peers, but as a thing of custom, tis no other, only it spoils the pleasure of the time. Macbeth to the ghost. What man dare I, what man dare I dare? Approach thou like the rugged Russian bear. Okay, uh, rhyme with dare and bear there. The armed rhinoceros are the, are the king tiger. Take any shape but that, and my firm nerves shall never tremble. Oh, be alive again and dare me too. The desert with thy sword. If trembling I inhabit, then protest me, the baby of a girl. Hence, horrible shadow, unreal mockery, hence, ghost exits. Why so being gone? I am a man again. Pray you sit still, Lady Macbeth. You have displaced the mirth, wrote the good meeting with most admired disorder, Macbeth. Can such as be can such things be and overcome us like a summer's cloud without our special wonder? You make me strange even to the disposition that I owe, when now I think you can behold such sights and keep the natural ruby of your cheeks when mine is blanched with fear. What sights, my lord? Lady Macbeth, no, that was Ross. What sights, my lord? Lady Macbeth, I pray you speak not. He grows worse and worse. Question enrages him. At once, good night. Stand not upon the order of your going, but go at once, Lennox. Good night, and better health attend his majesty, Lady Macbeth. A kind good night to all, lords and all but Macbeth and Lady Macbeth exit. Macbeth, it will have blood, they say, blood will have blood. Stones have, have been known to move and trees to speak. Augurs and understand relations have by maggot pies and chows and rooks brought forth the secretest man of blood. What is the night? Okay. Um, Stones have been known to move and trees to speak. Uh, very famously, at the end of the play, um, trees do move. And that might be a little bit of a foreshadowing of that. Uh, so he's saying, Macbeth is saying, oh, these really strange things. Uh, augers, um, that's foreshadowing, you know, the um, uh, omens and so forth. Maggot pies and chowls and rooks brought forth. The secretest man of blood. What is the night, Lady Macbeth? Almost at odds with morning, and which is which? How sayest thou that Macduff denies his person at our great bidding? Okay, Macbeth seems to have forgotten all about the ghost now, and he's saying, hey, where's, Mac where's Macduff? Of course, don't blame him. Uh, his guests are dropping like flies. Macbeth, <clears throat> did you send to him, sir? Macbeth, I hear it by the way, but I will send. There's not a one of them, but in this house I keep a servant feed. Okay, so uh, Macbeth is spying on all the nobles. He has servants going there. I keep a servant uh, 
feed. That's that's feed as in F E E apostrophe D, like he pays them. Um, but also, I guess it could be a bit of a pun on feeding. Uh, back to the text, still Macbeth. I will tomorrow, and betimes I will to the weird sisters. More shall they speak, for now I am bent to know by the worst means the worst. For mine own good and causes shall I give give way. I am in blood steeped in so far that should I wade no more, returning were as tedious as go o'er. Okay, so he's saying, uh, kill so many people, he's deep in blood, he's just got to keep going. Strange things I have in head that will to hand, which must be acted ere they may be scanned. Okay, so scan there is like a reading it and uh, uh, musing on it and so forth, uh, trying to understand. So he's gonna he's gonna have to keep going before he can understand it. Lady Macbeth, you like the season of all nature, sleep. Okay, well he said before he'd never sleep after he murdered Duncan. Macbeth, come, will to sleep. My strange and self-abuse is the initiate fear that wants hard use. We are yet but young indeed. Okay, that's two words there, that in and deed. Um, so apparently he's promising to keep on murdering. They exit. Scene five. Thunder. Enter the three witches meeting Hakati. Hakati, of course, is a, uh, a demon, sort of the chief witch. First witch. Why, how now, Hikati? You look angrily, Hikati. Have I not reason, beldams as you are, saucy and overbold? How did you dare to trade in traffic with Macbeth in riddles and affairs of death? And I, the mistress of your charms, the close contriver of all harms, was never called to bear my part or show the glory of our art. Okay, some good rhymes here. And which is worse, all you have done hath been but for a wayward son, spiteful and wrathful, who, as others do, loves for his own ends, not for you. But make amends now, get you gone into the pit of Acheron, meet me in the morning. Thither he will come to know his destiny. Your vessels and your spells provide your charms and everything besides. I am there. This night I'll spend into a dismal and a fatal end. Great business must be wrought ere noon upon the corner of the moon. There hangs a vaporous drop profound. I'll catch it ere it comes to ground. And that distilled by magic slights shall raise such artificial sprites. As by the strength of their illusion shall draw him on to his confusion. He shall spurn fate, scorn death, and bear his hopes above wisdom, grace, and fear. And you all know security is mortal's chiefest enemy. Okay, so uh, she's going to take charge of it and uh, be sure that uh, Macbeth is brought in. Music and a song, still Hecate. Hark, I am called, my little spirit see, six in a, sits in a foggy cloud and stays for me. Hecate, sing within, come away, come away, etc. First witch, come, let's make haste, she'll soon be back again. They exit. Scene six, enter Lennox and another lord. Enter Lennox, my former speeches have but hit your thoughts, which can interpret farther. Only I say things have been strangely born. The gracious Duncan was pitied of Macbeth. Matter, he was dead. And the right valiant Banquo walked too late. And you may say, if you please, you Fleance killed, for Fleance fled. Men must not walk too late who cannot want the thought how monstrous it was for Malcolm and for Donald Bain to kill their gracious father. Damned fact, how it did grieve Macbeth. 
Did he not straight in pious rage the two delinquents tear that were the slaves of drink and thralls of sleep? Was that not nobly done? Okay, yeah, might be being sarcastic there. Um, that the supposed murderers of Duncan um, were all dopey with sleep, um, drinking sleep, and nobly done. <laughs> How noble is it to uh, to stab someone who says dead asleep, dead drunk? Aye, and wisely too, for it would have angered any heart alive to hear the men denied. So that I say, he hath borne all things well, and I do think that he had Duncan's sons under his key, and as pleased heaven he shall not. They should find what twere to kill a father. So should Fleance, but peace, for from broad words and cause he failed his presence at the triumph's feast I hear. Macduff lives in disgrace. Sir, can you tell where he bestows himself? Okay, so it sounds like uh, Lennox is ready to uh, turn rebel here. Lord, the son of Duncan, from whom this tyrant holds the due of birth. Okay, so they're calling Macbeth a tyrant by this point. Lives in the English court and is received of the most pious Edward with such grace. that the malevolence of fortune, nothing takes from this high respect. Thither Macduff is gone to, to pray the holy king upon his age to wake Northumberland and warlike Seward, that by the help of these with him above to ratify the work we may again give to our tables meat, sleep to our nights, free from our feasts and banquets bloody knives to do, do, do fateful homage and receive free honors, all which we pine for now, and this report has so exasperate the king that he prepares for some attempt of war. Lennox sent he to Macduff, Lord, he did, and with an absolute sir, not I, the cloudy messenger turns me his back and hums, as who should say, you'll rue the time that clogs me with this answer, Lennox, and that well might advise him to a caution to hold what distance his wisdom can provide. Some holy angel fly to the court of England and unfold his message, ere he come, that with a swift blessing may soon return to this our suffering country under a hand accursed. I'll send my prayers with him. They exit. And that's the end of Act 3. So that's probably a good place to stop for this episode. We'll pick up then with Act 4, Scene 1 next time. And until then, adieu.